Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to Video Game and Beyond. This is the second episode of the first season. I am Michael Brevard Decker, a.k.a. Captain BD, and with me is Mark, a.k.a. Palpatine, a.k.a. Marco Polo. Mark, tell the people what's up. Oh, my God. What's going on? And fuck that bitch, Carol Baskin. (laughs) Fucker. That was the best thing that happened in COVID, I feel like, right? Um, between that and playing Animal Crossing and then trying to get the tiger to do the tiger cage on your island yeah. was like the best thing ever about it, yeah. I'd have to say. <laughs> I should kept us going, you know? Yeah. All right. So I mean, guys... lots, lots of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Lots cool. of love for Animal Crossing, but you know, <laughs> I don't know if I can jump back in that game in a while. I know you've been playing about, it for a bit, right? I'm about ready to talk to you about that again. So, guys, we are here to talk about The Mandalorian. We talked about the first episode of the second season last week, and this week we are talking about episode two of the second season. But let's go ahead and start off this episode with what we've been doing this week, what we've been playing. Um, Mark, go ahead. Tell me what you've been playing, man. All right. So last week I alluded to me playing simulation, so this week was no different. I tried out planet zoo for the first time um because it was on sale on steam uh very intricate uh, type of game you know i usually like the sims because it's kind of relaxing and they could go off and do their thing and you kind of intervene every now and then but this one kind of demands your attention 24 7. so um yeah virtual zoo is stressful but um other than that, I've tried EVE Online, which I know is a very old game, but it looks like they did a remaster for Steam not too long ago. Uh, so the graphics were pretty cool on it, I'd have to say. Um, I know I've been reading up on it, and people said that the game was better when it first came out. Just kind of what you hear with a lot of MMOs anyway. But uh, it was pretty cool to play that a little bit. And then I started, I restarted Dragon Age Inquisition. So... Nice. I'm just gonna, yeah, right. <laughs> and it's funny, like I played it first when it came out on the PS4. Probably I still have the disc sitting under there. So watching it again for the first time in God knows how many years, um, it was pretty cool to t- get get back into it and meet the characters, you know. And then of course to round out the week was uh, Battlefront Two, the 2005 classic which was interesting within itself. I think my nostalgia for the game wanted me to go play it. And then I realized maybe I should just stick with the newer version now. Graphics or I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it's just totally different from, oh God. And then uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Fallen Order, as you put, was uh, in the EA store. So I decided to download that and see what the difference was between that and the PS4 version. So it's been Are a pretty crazy PC. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm playing on PC. Is it is it way better? Um, you know, um, it's kind of the same because I play with the controller, so it plays the same as it does on the PS4. Uh, textures definitely render better uh, on the screen, but it's not it's not ultra you know different 
kind of. You, you know, you just got the console environment where you can throw it up on your 4K TV versus on a monitor, a gaming monitor, I guess. But um, gameplay, I don't see the difference. Visuals, a little better. <laughs> All right. Well, so this week I have I. That's why I wanted to cut you off with Animal Crossing. So, yeah. Last week I was in the beginning of the week. I'd say I was. I started with Animal Crossing, and I am still yes playing Animal Crossing uh, with the wife. Now, guys, if you don't know, Mark had an amazing island for a long time, and he put in a lot of work and a lot of hours in Animal Crossing, and then he just stopped. And it's sad. Be still my heart. It's sad. It's, I know. <laughs> it's sad. The wife and I miss you on the Animal Crossing. So, other than that, man, I've been playing Destiny. So, we are in the week. We are in the cusp. And actually, Xbox Series X and S already came out yesterday. And tomorrow, PS5 comes out. So, we are in new gen week. This is the week for new gen. Tomorrow, I'll get a PS5. I didn't have the chance to get a pre-order of xbox unfortunately so okay tomorrow i get ps5 so i'll be into that but what happened this week was destiny 2 beyond light uh that dlc and that expansion that released uh yesterday and guys if you're not a part of the gamers network go on to facebook type in gamers network join our group Go into the top little section area, find out where our Discord is, hop into our Discord, and get to playing some freaking Destiny with us. So, Mark, Destiny. I don't understand why you're not playing Destiny, dude. You're a Star Wars um, guy. I know. And, you know, and Destiny is not like it's one of those games that it's not ultra um, complicated for no reason. You know, you go in, you shoot stuff up, you collect the gear, yeah. and you keep going. Um, for some reason, I don't know, I had Destiny 1. I picked it up, was doing okay, dropped it, never saw it again. Um, when I first started the group with you guys, I jumped on Destiny 2 again just to see where I was. Um, totally forgot what the hell I was doing. <laughs> and then it was just like, do I want to start over or should I just keep going? And then which DLC is available to me? Which one do I have to pay for again? And I don't know, man. I mean, it's that, the, it's time it to start over because we're all at like the same spot now, right? We all have to start at the same low level. It's 1050 light level right now. We all got to start there. That shit was just yesterday. So we're all at the same level. It's the perfect time to start. And so uh, is it cross platform? It is cross save. So what that means is that like if you're playing, for instance, for you, if you were to play on Xbox, you'd be playing on, um, well, for you, you'd be on PC. So you'd be a PC guy. So it's Xbox, PlayStation 4, Stadia, PC, like I said. Um, and those all, they, they just play by themselves. But if you log into BungieNet, no matter the character that you've built up, you can use that same character or characters. You get three of them for each platform and your progress saves for each platform. So it's cross save, but it's not cross play. So, so even though I have game pass on the PC, it's still different server. 
I think I'm not sure with that one. I think I don't know. Xbox on the PC might still play with Xbox console players. I'm not sure. I can't. Guys, if you know, hit us up on gamerish 537 at gmail.com and, and let us know. Because I'm not sure. Yeah, that, that, but if, if that would be the case, I definitely, you know. But, no, dude, I gave on. you I gave you the buddy pass on Stadia so you can you can link up with us on Stadia too. On your oh, PC. Shit, yeah. Well then there you go. <laughs> there you so go. yeah, so I've been playing the shit out of that for the last 24 30 hours um i'm light level like what like 1104 now i think dre's like 1113 felice cats 1116 last week i was running and gunning and grinding with uh with freddie uh we got a couple exotics okay. for him we're just we're playing bro it's it's his the season we got the squad <laughs> well then so I guess yeah, I that's do all it. I'm playing. So tomorrow I'm getting the PS5. I'm gonna do a little unboxing video. Friday I'll be on Miles Morales. I'll be on Valhalla. I think over the weekend I'll probably get the Cold War, Call of Duty. So I mean I'll be all into PS PS5. You know what I mean for the next. So few you got days. a a busy week. Very <laughs> busy, man. Very busy. So many, yeah. too many games. Not enough time. I think I I kind of missed the bus on the early release, but I just got myself a rig, so it kind of is like my own Christmas gift to myself. But um, rest assured, <laughs> I will be getting it soon. Yeah, um, but because you got that with Stadia and with Game Pass, I mean, you'll be playing a lot of the same games we can be playing, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I know a topic right. that we're going to be covering tomorrow is... Uh, Speaking of, because you said new gen console uh, problems that they have. So if you guys have any problems, let us know. Hit us up. <laughs> you know, we'll be talking about it tomorrow. So we hope to see you then on that on that uh, episode. So the the topic, the the reason, the the big the big bamboo that big bambino that we're here for is the Mandalorian. Uh, last week, before we we even, yeah, before we even jump into that, <laughs> I have to say, did you feel a different way about Yobi this week than you did last yes. week? Because I know that's a thing. Yes. Okay, okay, we'll get to that. But in kind second, of, then. but kind of. No, I'm not kind as hard of, okay. as, as the other critics, though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as hard as they were going into it. I, yeah, I, 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 I will get into it, but I just, I just had to throw that out there, a little teaser. <laughs> we yeah, Yobi, Yobi, he went a different direction this week, and we're we're gonna talk about that. You know, definitely. Um, did you want to go ahead and so Mandalorian guys, season two, episode two. Uh, this is the passenger. Was the name of this episode? Did you want to start and us off with a plot, Mark? Because oh god, what a the, passenger the she was! The beginning of this episode was awesome the opening sequence was amazing i loved it you know a lot of people with controversy i would have to say this week with the direction baby obi was going and um just trying to be dismissive with it as a filler episode i kind of enjoyed this episode a lot you know there is a lot of hate for it out there but undeniably so 
this was all about the passenger, a.k.a. the frog lady, who had to basically take her eggs to meet her husband on another moon. Cleo was trapped or something like that. That kind of was to match her environment. Her husband's already there. And Mando needs to take her there so that she can go ahead and get her last egg spawn. Uh, so it continues her line, I guess, before she goes through frog menopause. Um, I don't know what frog menopause is like, but I guess it sounds so ultra drastic <laughs> in this episode. But so um, we, we, start the, yeah. we start the episode off. Mando is um, he's, he's traveling on his, um, on his speeder bike. He's got so, Yobi in, in tow. Yep. So go ahead, Mark. Tell us what happens. No, no, no. So yeah, just as you said, it's right into the continuation of episode one, which is pretty great. Um, we kind of just jump right into it on a speed bike with the crate meat going back to uh, most likely to go ahead and uh, get the hell out of there now that he got his armor. Um, my question is, all right, so set the scene up really quick. Uh, Amanda's going through a rock formation. I can't even say canyon. It was like maybe four rocks in the middle of the sand dune. Not and many. somehow the bend. No, no. Like you could have went around it. He could have, you know, you have a speeder bike, for God's sake. And how long were they waiting there? So, how long were they waiting there? How did they know that they were there, that he was going to yeah, go are that they, way? Are they on the payroll? Is, is he now officially just like the biggest bounty <laughs> that there is? Yeah, so question here, guys, and, you know, this is all hypothetical. Is the dongle on Yobi still active? So does he still have active bounty where they can still follow him? Because then this is going to keep going on forever. You can't even hide. Like, you can't stop, pretty much. You know? So the reason why I ask that is that that, uh, that silver jaw mouse guy who we've seen before, who's part of one of the bandits. It kind of looks like a Jawa, but he's not. And um, we've seen his character before in, uh, what was that? Episode seven? The last, was that? Which one was that one? The Force Awakens? Yeah. Yeah, so in The Force Awakens, there was a part where BB-8 and Ray meet in the desert of Jakku. Uh, BB-8 is netted by one of these creatures who is the same one in this episode. Now, we can't say for sure that that's the same guy because how is it that the same dude is going to be on two different desert planets? But we've seen his species before. So they established the cannon. So here we are trying to get the baby. So one of the bandits instructs him to go grab the baby because obviously rope goes up. Peter bike oh, hits yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They, they hit it. They 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 create a trip line, right? Mando's yep. flying through, not paying attention to nobody except for trying to make his way with this meat. And why would you, right? Desert. Why would you, right? <laughs> boom! He hits this line. He goes flying, but he's not gonna fall. You know what I mean? He's got a jetpack, and this dude's his his reflexes are are cat like, you know. So he yeah. hits that jetpack, spins around, boom, Mando's ready for action, baby. Meanwhile, Yobi, again, no, no force power, makes himself vulnerable, rolls around on the floor like uh, no one's business, <laughs> you know, in the desert. So 
dude was getting shot up by these bandits. Um, and that best car, man, it makes me wish I had some. <laughs> first shot. Because first shot in the face. The very first in shot. In the face. In the and face. And Ricochet. <laughs> so, yeah, they got a firefight going. Uh, little jaw, silver jaw mouth dude gets uh, shot by Mando. Ghost gets a rifle, comes back, tries to shoot them. Mando ropes it, knocks the other guys out. So now here we are. Right? It, it was it was awesome. But the other bandit told him to go grab the child. Go grab the child, grab the child. So he grabs the child, but is easily persuaded by Mando to go pick anything in the wreckage, you know, that's of value, just leave the child behind. I love it. I gotta pause you. I love it. He said you put a scratch on the child. There isn't a place in the galaxy you can hide from me there is nowhere in the galaxy you can hide from me he's like i will fucking destroy your life if you scratch that child and he is very capable of doing it <laughs> so it is a that i take seriously but it goes to question how much is the bounty on this child that you're easily persuaded to go and grab anything else from the wreckage right uh, but even with the threat of being ended you're a bandit. That's part of your job. You get threatened every day. Come on. So I don't know. But he decides that he wants Mando's jetpack. <laughs> and um, <laughs> if anybody can guess what's going to happen next, um, kicks the jetpack, starts to run, and off to the heavens he goes. <laughs> it was, you know, I think this is like my favorite kill of both seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I mean, the look on Yobi's face and the way we pan in to just see the look and the expression like, oh, this is happening, you know, like. So how violent, how violent of a death is this dude shooting up? What? What do you think? 50 feet, 60 feet, 70 feet, 80 feet up in the air. And then he just falls dead weight. I mean, thud, straight thud. <laughs> dead immediately <laughs> on impact just dead and they just and look I at each other like, yeah like they look at each other and shrug he just shoulders. Shrug, he just shrugs shoulders like, he's like eh violence it's what we do <laughs> you know it's just like <laughs> you know we knew it was gonna happen he got what he deserved off we go you know but that walk so now here we are June scene most likely a Tatooine, dual suns, middle of day, and you're in Bestar armor. I don't, this, I, is like, <laughs> this is like video game shit, right? Like you've played Skyrim and you've been over encumbered to where you've picked up too much shit and you can't take another step. And because you can't take another step, you can't fast travel anywhere. So do you oh, a, I been, keep your I, shit I and just been, keep walking slowly or B, drop some shit and fast travel? No, I would I would have been one of them, you know, sand people dead inside the crate dragon. That I would have no, I, I, I'm not running any. I'm not walking in the desert with metal. He, he keeps his <laughs> shit, man. He keeps all of his shit. Yeah, I'm not I'm not built for that, obviously. But you know, I don't. I I, I give up. I mean, bless that was a their horrible heart. walk. <laughs> horrible. So we get back to most. <laughs> yeah, but, um, 
I can only imagine just the smell, the sweat, and the ugh. I don't know. Give me winter all day, every day. <laughs> um, but I digress. So let's talk about them getting back to most likely, and then at our favorite cantina. It seems like the only cantina across the galaxy that we got to go to. And there he meets Pelly and Dr. Mandible. <laughs> now, yeah. you know, we've got to go back to the first season since Dr. Mandible and Frog Lady did appear. Um, they were on the episode where he met the other bounty hunter on Tatooine when he landed there the first time. He went into the cantina. Uh, Dr. Mandible and Frog Lady were in the back. Uh, she didn't have her little egg canister yet, so we could only assume that she's probably had them sometime on Tatooine. But she doesn't seem like a very good guardian of those canisters, of that Not canister. She's and keeping a poor count. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that in a second, because that's my gripe with this, this episode completely. Still love it, though. Um, so we're all playing to the box, and I wish I knew how to play. Uh, but... Kelly, once again, is sitting down talking with Dr. Mandible, and she just understands everything that's going on, obviously. It makes me wonder about her. But a great character all the same. Um, introduces Mando to Dr. Mandible because he may have some information on the other Mandalorians. Now, she convinces Mando to put up the rest of her bet. <laughs> you know, so that way uh, she could go ahead and put up the rest because she made it seem like she was losing. So he went ahead and did so. And idiots array, she won, cleaned house. And the very know, nice it looked hand. like, yeah, very, yeah, she had it like in the bag, didn't need it, but I'm going to get more money out of these suckers. And she did. But Dr. Mandible's information is a little shoddy as in I don't have information on Mandalorians. I know somebody who has information on Mandalorians. And it goes into question like how in the hell do you get shit done on this planet if everybody heard something from somebody? Uh, But, you know, I heard from X and Y and Z that ABC lives in D. Like, really, I I, I can't. But how they trust him with his life. So obviously, you know, we can trust him too. <laughs> so off we go to get our ship. But while she go ahead and help him, she wants some of that crepe meat. Mm-hmm. And don't overcook it because she ain't no Rodian. Nah, so about medium rare, baby. Medium rare, you know, and it makes me wonder, Rodians like their meat well, well done. I don't know. <laughs> Check that out. But yeah, so she goes ahead and tells them that, you know, somebody's here. She could go ahead and uh, get the information from him. Only if she does one thing, which is transport the frog lady to this moon on sublight, which is just only a sector over. I mean, come on, right? Yeah, we can move <laughs> fast, acid. right? We can, yeah. we, can, uh, we can warp there real easy. <laughs> no. The eggs will die. <laughs> and she seems to know Frog, which, you know, kind of was like, okay. She uh, said, I will, I, I trust her with my life or some shit like that. Like, you can. She trusts, yeah, you can trust her with her life. 
you know, and, and once again, it's like, oh, sure, you know, let's do that. And it's like, okay, wait, you know, frogs, like <laughs> random skill. And then on top of that, once again, we have to doubt your judgment here. So, yeah, so canister eggs, we got to get to the moon. She got to get that them spawned. You know. So it's a and canister then, of what would you say, like 20, 30 eggs, maybe? Oh, God, probably. So you the know, whole, 20, whole 30 eggs. of this is that her husband and her are the last of their family, the last of their bloodline. And these eggs have to live or else their lineage is fucking gone. I'm not sure if like their species is gone, but their lineage for sure is gone. Well, she eggs. said it was like her her bloodline, her past, present, and future, because she won't be able yeah. to lay any more eggs, I guess. So, so this is it, you know. That's it. And you would think that a species that knows that they're about to hit menopause or whatever it is that she goes through, we know how many fucking eggs are in that canister. <laughs> I was thinking we'll maybe about twenty thirty. I don't know. I don't know. We'll get I don't know. There. Yeah, but apparently, but Amy fact, Sedaris doesn't really know Frog that well, and she's like, she paraphrased, lady. She's like, I don't know this fucking yeah. lady. You're like, you just told me you trust me with her life, and she was like, <laughs> What can I say? I'm a good judge of character. And it was a good couple of throated whatevers to her, and somehow a whole paragraph came out of that. Amazing, you know. But the Frog Lady is voiced by the same person who played all the Clone Troopers in the Clone Wars. So she's voiced by Dee Bradley Baker. Um, just a little shout out there. And the yeah, actual and, physical and the, person. the actor, well, yeah. Go ahead and tell us about yeah. the actor, because we've seen the actor. Yeah, before. so the actor is Misty Roses, who also plays Quill. May he rest in peace. So it's pretty cool I, that they I have, have previous people. Yeah, I, yeah, I have spoken. <laughs> so... Let's go on our magical adventure. But before that, Baby Yoda finally uses the Force in this episode in a very subtle, subtle way. So they're about to have crate meat. Look at his lips, ready to get into some of that crate meat. Then a blue canister goes by full of these nice little orange eggs that kind of look like Dragon Balls. (laughs) I thought. Just like I thought. Like, oh, look, a Dragon Ball. And then... um, yeah, we could summon Tommy or something, you know, but no. So, and he just stares at them. And you can already tell, like, uh-oh. <laughs> He's going to do something with them eggs. And sure enough, he walks over to the canister, places his hand on it, and you get that subtle little force music in the background, and all the eggs start to float to his hand, and then it cuts the scene. Um, right there, I already knew he's going to eat them. Just like yeah, we have a frog lady. They look too good. We have yeah, we have a frog lady. He eats frogs. He eats frogs whole. We know that from season one. So why wouldn't the frog eggs be a delicacy? You know, I mean, we slowly get to learn more about the species that Yoda was and Yobi is, you know, and we can say that they were probably predominantly predators on their planet you know, based off of whatever they're eating normally, <laughs> it looks like. So, like a predator, he's there stalking his prey. 
<laughs> so we get on the ship, off we go. We're frog lady. We go, can't only, understand only her. so fast, though. We can only go so fast. Ah, oh, sublight. So as we move on, can't understand frog lady. I don't speak frog lady. Subtitles weren't on, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Which kind of gives to the confusion that Mando has, too. And I kind of like it, you know. I mean, if you travel around and you meet somebody who doesn't speak your language and you suck with them in a confined space, how do you guys communicate? You know, and that's what that challenge is all about. And I don't know about you, but like in New York, you always meet somebody who doesn't always speak English and they need help and it's trying to communicate with them. You know, what do you do? So I've been in that situation before and I was like, I have no idea what that's going on. <laughs> but... Baby Yobi has his eyes on the canister. So off we go. He's going to go ahead and get, hit the bed. So as he goes down, <laughs> for our mom, canister's nowhere in sight, right? Yep. No. Nowhere no, in sight. It's never really nope. fire. No, not at all. So it's downstairs, you know, in the hold area. You know, Mando goes down because he's going to take a nap. And Interestingly enough, he sleeps with Yobi. They have their little room. I, I always thought that that was just where he hides Yobi on the Razor Crest in that closet, but apparently that closet's a bed. Go figure. Mm -hmm. And Yobi lives on the little hammock above, you know, which is kind of cute within itself. Uh, but he goes down there, canisters open, Yobi's standing over it, and... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. Bad Yobi. Bad Yobi. And Yobi has no idea. And, and you know, you guys see the kid. He's still a kid. He may be 50, but he's, he's still like a he toddler. Be, yeah, he might He might get a discount at fucking Denny's. Yeah. But, like, he's a baby. <laughs> he's a little baby, you know? So, babies do baby shit. And... You try taking candy away from a baby, it's never fun, right? He tasted that candy. Oh, God. <laughs> he already tasted it. Oh, that part was great. And from there, it started Yobi's addiction to the eggs. So we get woken up by two X-Wings, and I love it. Uh, two X-Wings uh, show up, you know, they're battle-scarred and everything, and they're you know the showing up because oh yeah <laughs> oh, yeah God. one's wolf um mm -hmm. who's the other one one's wolf and then there's another one uh isn't it dave yeah okay yeah 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 the creator of uh clone wars and stuff yep yeah yeah so um yeah so uh, it's uh, Dave Filoni, which is uh, great. He shows up and, <laughs> you know, he did Star Wars, the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And thank God he's still involved in the universe because he gives us clear direction, <laughs> you know, as what's going on, which I like his vision. Uh, but he was saying they show up and they're because he doesn't have his transponder on, you know, nope. Free Empire doesn't have to. But New Republic took over the sector, which apparently nobody gives notice about anything in this thing. It's all about communication, right, guys? So, so we're, uh, we're, what, five years removed uh, from the Empire, right? Five, six years removed yeah. from the Empire. So this about is the New Republic. Years. Yeah. So five and years after the second Death Star. 
And they try um, to be good guys. I think. I think, I think they're. You know, I think they're trying. You know to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they still represent the New Republic. They didn't shoot him down right away. They gave him time to try to repair whatever's up with his ship. But let's be honest, they kind of probably already knew who he was because that gets yeah. to the end of the episode. Um, but we're not going to jump the gun yet. So we have a cute little banter going on back and forth between the pilots and uh, Mando. It's and working. Yeah, and Froggy starts talking. It's like, who is that? Shut up. <laughs> Got a deal. Again, the eggs are downstairs. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> um, he goes ahead and puts his beacon on to kind of let them know, like, hey, oops, I found it. So we go to channel two and we cut the chatter. And right when you already know, when they cut side, uh, side view of his face and he's looking out the window, well, he's looking straight, but we're looking out the window and the X-Wings go to attack position, you know it's on. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> he, he looks like, left. we tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried. We tried. He looks left, he looks right. And we drop into this Hoth-like planet because now we went from hot to cold, which still kind of follows along the line of the movies. How we Do like you to know go what from planet very this hot. is? No. Um, this I, I planet is it. the same planet as the first episode of the first season where he did the bounty of that other lizard-looking dude. Oh, really? Yep, it's the same, okay. same planet. Did they give it a name? Um, I got to look up the name, but some internet nerds uh, decrypted some shit and they found out that it was the same planet that we've been to the planet before and that it was the same planet from season one, episode one. Okay. Well, there you go. Apparently that's by by Tatooine, you know. Um, But yeah, so we're on that planet, that crazy ice planet. But I like how Star Wars kind of goes that. They give us dry desert and then immediately the antithesis, yeah. the Hold freezing creep. Yeah, uh, no pun intended. Um, my thing is, is that at what speed do these eggs fall apart? Oh, Anybody? I don't know, because he starts moving. <laughs> yeah, like free falls out of the sky, you know, straight down into the clouds, X-Wings following him. And then he turns off his engine and nosedives. Frog Lady's freaking the F out behind him, you know, screaming. He's cool, calm, collected as usual because he knows what he's doing. I would have been dead. Uh, But Egg somehow can make the G's in that but can't survive in light speed when gravity is on in the shit. (laughs) <laughs> that's just that's just my takeaway <laughs> from it because I feel like she's playing us and we could have got there faster but whatever so he's, right? he's crashing he's crashing bad God, we thought he made it you know I he made crash, it. crash get it across X-Wings go by in the distance and then we find out that we're on thin ice. The planet, apparently, this planet's going through warming too. Can't take the weight of the Razor Crest, and it goes crashing down into some canyon or chasm or whatever you want to call it. It's so, a chasm. yeah, and just a chasm. 
So now we're down in the caves and the chasm of this frozen planet that we've been to before. <laughs> and um, raise the crest fuck. Yeah, I, you know, I, I had no hope for them <laughs> either. Just trying to figure out how they were going to get out of it. But while Mando was ready to go to sleep and call it a day because he wanted a nap, which this episode was all about naps and sa- and snacks, really. Um, nap, nap, <laughs> naps and snacks. Nap, nap, snacks. <laughs> naps and snacks. Yeah, nap snacks. There you go. Because there's definitely a lot of sleep going on in this episode or a lot of eating. So Manda just was like, fuck it. Deal's off, lady. I'm going to bed. He's and like, she we'll now... be lucky to live. You know what I mean? If we... We'll be lucky if we yeah. fucking leave with our life. Exactly. And that's not even to say before he stopped Yobi again, because when he went down to survey the uh, damage in the hold, can't find He's Yobi searching around. We can't find them, can't find the canisters. So you already know they're bunking up. You know, you know what? Pulls so, up. so this one, this one had me on edge for a little bit because we, we go and we're looking for him and we're like, oh shit, what happened? What happened to Yobi? Where's Yobi? Oh my God, where's Yobi? And then he finds him with those fucking eggs. And we're like, damn it, Yobi. Damn it. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, I was more like, where's the eggs? about you. I was worried about the eggs more so than Yobi. I was like, oh shit. So once again, here we are, this lady who last of her spawn can't go fast, doesn't know how many eggs are in this canister. Out of sight, out of mind, Yobi once again <laughs> slurping down on some eggs. So I, I just love how he puts his hand on his like, no, you know, just bad. Like, no, no, bad. Yeah, bad, bad. bad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no negative reinforcement. Can't even say pop. I don't even know what type of parenting style that is. But I know no, when like, my mom tried it's like to. like a dog. <laughs> he was like squirting him with a squirt. Yeah. Bad, down, get down. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that would work for dogs and cats, but I don't know about babies. Like, my mom couldn't get me with a no, you know? It was no, and then some other force came behind that if I didn't shape up. But like, we ain't doing that to Yobi, because Yobi could snap your neck by the look of his eyes, you know? So, <laughs> so like you said, naps. They take a nap. They take mm. a nappy nap. And they get awoken. So, yeah, they get awoke by the um, what was it? By by the robot that he killed in yeah, the, the first in the first season. Yeah, but it, it's funny because she was able, smart enough to go ahead and reactivate him just to put his voice recorder on so it could translate for her. And it's just like now you're letting on even more about you than you put on. She does this a couple times. This is the first time where you're like, oh, wow, there's a lot to her. Yeah, that she actually has depth other than these eggs, obviously. But it was like, and I'm not saying that just looking at her appearance, you may think she's just stupid or whatever. But you obviously have some engineering ability to to be able to determine. She just jailbroke a killer droid, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how stuck were you on Tatooine? What's your story, Frog Lady? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, she kind of gets to him, right? You know, she ta- starts telling him oh, about so Cody's yeah, honor. She puts his, yeah, she 
Oh man, she makes a man up. You know, she makes a man up. I think up. the stories. I think the stories that they tell men, uh, stories about Mandalorians, or you know, I guess what you tell the children, <laughs> or they're just fiction or whatever. Kind of those lines. Like you, man, you die by it. That's what I've learned about. I got to tell my husband that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, you know, like you guys have this code and fuck y'all because you don't keep it, and that hits him hard. You know, even though he's not Mandalorian per se, he is because he's the adopted son. And it gets to him and he's like, fine, I'm going to fix this ship. I'm going to show you. So off he goes to fix the ship. And then here comes Yobi freaking out. Now, I was wondering if he was freaking out because dinner walked away. Or were you really concerned about yeah, yeah, like, were you concerned that the frog lady left, or were you concerned that the canister left with the frog lady? So, he's freaking out at all of his cuteness, I still think, and uh, he runs off screen, so Mando follows him off, uses his scanning helmet, and finds out that she left the ship to go to a hot spring. Now... This is where I get conflicted about her being smart because then it's like an idiot savant, I guess. I guess you're good at being an engineer and only being an engineer because obviously you weren't good at being a mother and you're not good at making life decisions now as you just wander off in some random cave with your eggs on a freezing planet to find a hot spring. <laughs> the hot you know, spring so nice, it did look nice. Yeah, it really did. So she's in the hot spring with the eggs. They're all floating. So it must have been similar to some type of habitat that they sit in or nest in, you know, to kind of get the eggs going. And here comes Yobi trying to help Mando put them all back in the canister because Mando's concerned that they're on a a known planet or maybe one that he knew. But still, (laughs) you know, you just don't go wandering off. Saying at nighttime, you know, I mean, this shit's gonna, they're gonna freeze. Like these things oh, yeah. are gonna fucking freeze. You gotta get them out of there. They're gonna freeze. Yeah, you know. So he's trying to help them out. Help She's not even trying, like, really. She's kind of like pushing them at him. Like, yeah, 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 go ahead, get them up. And Yobi's coming along, trying to dip his hand into, and immediately, no. <laughs> you know, like, bad, down. Down. Yeah, bad. down. Yeah. But we're not paying attention to what he's doing. So, of course, he walks into the alien cavern with all the eggs in oh. there. And I really thought that Honestly, one of those eggs this, would open up. <laughs> this pissed me off, I think, more than him eating eggs, is that he opens up an egg and eats one of those fucking things. Like, damn it, Yobi, do you got to put everything in your mouth? It's just like a little kid. Like, do you put everything in your mouth? He's hungry. And this is the hungriest I've seen him. Like, we went from crate dragon meat to the, to the egg, to the snacks we try to give you in your little ration box back to the eggs, to trying to eat more eggs. So obviously we're on an egg kick um, this time around. So, so he opens up a fucking spider egg, eats a baby spider. Oh. <laughs> Munching on it. A frost spider. And then a so as, as, it's amazing that all the eggs, of course, in every space horror movie that we see, especially aliens, it's, it's never one egg. It's never one egg. 
And when one egg opens, regardless of whether or not you stepped on it or it just happened to open on its own, they all fucking open. So out pop all these goddamn spiders. There were so many. many. Now you'll be freaking out. Freaking out, running down the hill, screaming, you know, um, that they're after him, obviously. And here come spiders of all shapes and sizes, all ages, (laughs) just coming at them. Now, mind you, to me, they look like the spider designs from Star Wars Rebels uh, chopper base. Uh, You know, reading up on it, they did say that they used similar designs to it because it was like, again, for me, when it comes to Star Wars, is that I do like the diversity with aliens, but when it comes to the creatures on the planet, I don't know who's at the space customs controlling this shit, but it looks like the same species of animal end up on every other planet, you know? (laughs) So So, I was kind of concerned about... Uh-huh. Video games, dude. It, it seriously made me think of Jedi Fallen Order and the spiders in Jedi Fallen Order. It's where I'm watching this TV show and I'm like, guys, space spiders don't fuck around. Like, no, well, no, they don't. No, they're not your everyday house spider for goddamn sure. And these were not, they just ugly. Their eyes aren't even on the top of their head. Their head kind of is like underneath them in a sense, or their eyes and their mouth, just round mouth full of teeth underneath. And then you their know, bodies. Like, you know, like in Jedi like, Fallen Order, when those spiders hit you with the web and like you can't even move? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's these and fuckers right here. They tried it. <laughs> and it was just one big mama spider to all the other little juvenile spiders around them. But Frog Lady wasn't having it. She she turned into like Geico Frog yeah, Lizard and fucking jumped out of there again. So that's the that's where I want to put focus once again. Like we thought Frog Lady was just some stupid Frog Lady from like Mom and Dad Save the World or whatever that stupid show was back in the day. <laughs> I like that one movie. Of those, <laughs> one of those frog people. You know where those frog people? Yeah. Plus, <laughs> just one of those fucking frog peoples are from fucking the Super Mario movie. It was just some stupid frog peoples. But no, she can hack into fucking, you know what I mean? Super yeah. difficult technology and fucking talk through a killer droid. And now she can move. Frog lady can move. Yeah. She can move. So she's hopping on the wall. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. And. And she let Mando take care of the babies, the eggs, I should say. You know, Mando's trying to run with the eggs, got Yobi running behind them too, and then here's this big old fucker over them trying to eat them. So off we go back to the ship, and it looks like there is no winning for our protagonists here. They get to the ship, the ship is in shambles, so it's not like they can lock the spiders out. Spiders are coming in, you know. Oh, and before I get there, he kind of tried to blow up the big spider, so we don't see that one for a minute. But um, we get back to the ship, we get in there, canister, Yobi, everybody's in the cockpit, and we're trying to close the door, and all the spiders are coming in. And again, we see the vulnerability of Yobi. Um, He refused to use the force. He allowed all of this to happen. He was the reason why all the spiders kind of happened. Um, and one of the spiders comes down on his head and he freaks out 
you know, not d- doesn't know what to do, and the frog lady had a gun Saves out of him. nowhere. Yeah. Saves him, shoots him up, and he looks over at her like kind of with the term of endearment, and yet still, you know, he wants to eat. He's like, I'm gonna eat those eggs. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for saving me. But I'm gonna eat them eggs. I'm gonna eat them eggs. So here we are. Uh, you know, they finally get um, the door closed because Mando has a cool firearm. And uh, he tries to take off, like, okay, I guess the ship is not fucked up enough that we could take out, off and get out of here, you know, to a nice, safer place. And giant spider comes down and boom, destroys the ship. Fucking kill him a tumbo. It's just like, no. No. Yeah. Nope. Yep. So here we are. Giant spiders on top. Broke into the cockpit twice. Looks like all end is here. Got to end the season now. Series finale. Let's go. And boom, boom, boom. Outside, our two favorite X-Wing pilots are back. And they're here to talk to him. Well, actually... It's interesting to see how the rebels or um, the New Republic now, the New Republic fighters, how much of sharpshooters they are compared to yeah, the freaking were, Empire and the stormtroopers. It, it, like, even the little ones just knock them right off of the hull. Like, no trouble whatsoever. Don't they have like, and, and little then, carbine blasters? And they were just yeah. them up. And, and, and you gotta like compare that to the two uh, bikers that we had in the last season, you know, on the last season where uh, they punched Yobi after they kidnapped him from Quill, well, when they killed Quill, and when they tried to shoot at the floor, I guess that, what was it, a frog or a snake or something yeah. that was there, and they couldn't hit it for shit. Whatever it was that they were aiming at, so couldn't hit it for shit. I love, I love the dialogue <laughs> now between the X-Wing pilots and uh, and and Jin and uh, Mando to where he's they're like look why'd you run like we looked you up you had a bounty but you also and this is crazy because we talked about this episode last week our favorite my favorite episode the one with Bill Burr and um, Clancy Brown and they had that group and that heist so because he was a part of that, because Mando broke all of that up, they're like, look, but like that cancels the good shit that you did, cancels out the bad shit that you did. So like, we're not going to bring you in or nothing like that. You know, you don't have to fucking run from us. Yeah, but it gets even better when they're like trying to bargain. How about you help me out? <laughs> and it's like, no, no, we're going to erase. We're going to erase the bounty on you. And you just put your damn transponder on next time and we won't shoot your ass down. And off we go. Well, I think they did him a favor enough by shooting down the spiders because he did run from them. And, you know, it's great because they did give him that credit. They also gave him the credit of trying to save the Republic, the only Republic soldier on that ship uh, who Mm -hmm. they ended up killing anyway. Uh, You know, he caught the three of them. He led the rebels back to the base and was able to kill off the, uh, not the rebels, the uh, Republic, because it's a different timeline. But the Republic, he led the Republic back to kill the rest of them. So, yeah, I guess they kind of owed each other in a sense because he took care of our, he took care of my problem. I just took care of yours. We're even to your shit next time. <laughs> yeah. Can you, so, help me? Can you help me with my ship? Nah. No. 
nah, we let you live. You good enough. That's cold. You no, know? it's cold. We gotta get. Yeah, it. you gotta take it when you can take it, right? <laughs> so now it comes to him once again repairing his ship, this time without Quill or any help. While Baby Yobi looks on very intense, intense from the cockpit window. It's kind of makes me wonder what in the hell is he thinking, right? Because he's there and he's just staring hard. Like, is he upset? Does he know his pain? Do you want to eat them babies? So, <laughs> um, the rest of the ship isn't hospitable, but he got the cockpit back sealed up. So, off we go back to the, you know, on our original mission, get the passenger to the planet so he can meet the husband who knows where the Mandalorians are. So once again, we're trying to get our nap. <laughs> we got lifted off in space. Spiders are gone. We're back up. And he tells them, you know, take a nap now. And if anything else happens, you know, don't worry about it. So this part is cute, kind of. You know, Yobi looks back to kind of see what she's doing. And she sees him staring at her. So now, all of a sudden, I'm going to watch these babies. She mm-hmm. kind of like cradles the canister all of a sudden, like, these are mine. Oh, so he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. It's like, these are mine. He looks up at Mando, sees that he's not paying attention or asleep, looks back again, makes sure she's going to sleep, pulls the egg out from his sack, <laughs> and right back in the mouth and we end <laughs> and we're on and and everybody think... watching who has been a yobi fan <laughs> from day one is like damn it yobi so i'm sure everybody had this argument in their house um i actually loved it i loved that they showed this side of yobi that he is still the child you know i think people it's forget like... that because we yeah, because we assign a name to it all of a sudden, it gives it sentience. No, it's still a child, and it does what children do. I don't know if your so, child has anything favorite that they like to eat, but I'm sure if you try to take that away, it's all hell's breaks. So this is this is like an ongoing discussion of what we had last week, right? Uh, if it's of is Yobi going to be more of the light side or more of the dark side, and the controversy. And the hate this week was that, oh my goodness, like Yobi just just did, just acted with genocide just now. Well, I don't know if it's genocide. For one thing, they didn't say this was an entire species. You know what I mean? They're, they, I'm pretty sure they just said that this was like their family line, their bloodline. And all the eggs aren't eight. You know what I mean? She's still got a good amount. She has such a good amount that she's not even raising a fuss about it, how many are missing, you know? And that's the thing. It's like, can you really be upset when the mother didn't seem to really care about her own eggs? Number one. Two, this whole story has been convoluted from the get-go because we trust Pele on her word, on their life, you know, that everything's going to pan out. We don't know whether or not they have information on Mandalorians, but we get to go along for the ride. Um, But it was a little controversial here because my partner loved Yobi up until we saw it on Friday and absolutely was like, I hate him. <laughs> how, how, could I was, how could he? I was like, how, how dare you? How, how could you hate Yobi? Like, 
you know, but when we had our cat and it threw up everywhere because of damn hairballs, did you go, I hate that cat? It was like, oh, poor thing. Because, yeah, it's a cat. You know, it's a Yobi. <laughs> you guys got to get over it. It, it eats things. The eggs were, a, it was a cookie jar. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just a cookie jar. Yeah. And, and then there's some other theory going around. You know, I don't want to give it too much credence that Yobi was sensing eventually that something would happen to the eggs. So he now he's not eating them because he didn't chew them. Although he didn't chew those frogs either, people. But, um, that he's somehow storing them inside him because he senses that something's going to happen to the eggs. And I was like, yeah, he's going to eat them. <laughs> yeah, that's a big theory. He's going to... Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, I think it's a big stretch, you know, to even suggest that. But um, good one, guys. <laughs> so all in all, I think I, I enjoyed the episode. I really liked... Like I said, I think that, that, that jetpack, I think that's the coolest kill i've seen so far oh i really God. enjoyed that. yeah it was hilarious um amy sedaris yeah. has just been an awesome character you know Spot strangers on. with candy she's been fucking killing it week in and week out and i like that she's so much of a recurring character yeah i, I mean really want to see something with boba like coming soon i think we have some time until that happens i don't know Unless he's able to follow them off planet to to where Mando is going. But everything seems to happen on Tatooine, no matter what story we go to, no matter what show we're in. Somehow we're always drawn back to the planet Anakin was born. And yeah. I don't know, man. You know, it's it's going to be one wild ride for sure. I can't wait for uh, this week's episode to kind of get some closure on this crazy frog people. And even if she would have any babies left after the time Yobi gets through with them. <laughs> She's got babies. Dude. She's got at least 15. At least. <laughs> we still didn't get there yet. How long is this ride to the oh, next that sector? Was it. That know? was his last one. She's holding them. That was his last one. She, she got to sleep. I don't know. <laughs> it's like his rest stop snack. You know, you go to the rest yeah. stop, you hit the... You hit the little uh, little snacks. But that's it. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> but it, was, it was a good ride, for sure. But yeah, guys, that wraps up our Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 2 in review. Please, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit like, hit, hit subscribe, ring the bell, hit subscribe, and look into Gamers Network. Um, we have a good time. Just come have a good time with us. Yep. So I am Michael Brevard Decker, a.k.a. Captain BD, signing off. And with me is... Margaret Sedosa, a.k.a. Palpatine, a.k.a. Dominus Rubius, signing off as well. All right, guys. This was to Video Game and Beyond. Please look out next week yep. for Season 2, Episode 3. Good night, guys. Um, good night. All right.